Hi, class! And welcome to Fifth Grade Book Club, where the material is always age-appropriate. And we really find out what those kids are up to these days. So this is Fifth Grade Book Club, where the club is 18+. plus, But the books? They're for 10-year-olds. Your modern 10-year-olds. With a light-up pencil in one hand and tissues in the other, because... It's allergy season. We're sniffling around. (laughs) (laughs) Also, here's a little homework for everyone. Homework up front. Get, you know, get be prepared. Um, go on iTunes and rate our podcast five stars. Please, please, please. Please, 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 because we're trying to get a rating up there and really let the people know that as summer approaches and school winds down, we got enough books here to last you seven episodes. Hashtag summer reading. <laughs> so I'm Ms. Wetchkin Mom. And I'm Ms. Mitchell. And yes, yes, you might already be aware, we're real fifth grade teachers. And this week, We have a really special book. An enchanted magical book. A book that I hopefully won't have to tell you, order you to read. Wait a minute. It's All Enchanted. By Gail Carson Levine. This is one of my favorite childhood books. Um, We all know, either from the book or from the... Terrible. Lauded (laughs) Anne Hathaway movie. (laughs) Ella Enchanted is about our young protagonist, Ella, who has to be obedient. So basically, she's the opposite of... The new Megan Trainor song. My name is no, my sign is no, my number is no. You need to let it go, you need to let it go, need to let it go. So we have a lot we want to discuss about this book. Um, but I think we should start, yeah, we got to start with a... <laughs> Don't know any of it. Don't know what it's going to be, but we got... But Before boy, we start, we have a I think we got to do a 60-second summary just to catch up those of us who did see that terrible movie and tried to black it out from our memories or haven't read the book in a long time. Um, we're going to have Abby give it a shot. Not my forte, but I'll try. Are you ready? Yes. Um... Ella is born into a noble family in this magical land, and this fairy gives her the gift, which is actually a curse of obedience, which basically haunts her her whole life because she has to do exactly what other people say, and people find out and take advantage of her, and she ends up going to finishing school, but she runs away and ends up on this adventure, all the while being constantly told what to do, and she decides to go find Lucinda to go back and make her take away the curse. Um, She falls in love with a prince, and she ends up finding out that the ability to get rid of the curse is within her all along for reasons which are kind of confusing, but she ends up marrying Prince Char, Charming, Prince Charming and Ella, Cinderella. Sounds familiar. But uh, that's pretty much it. There's there's giants and fairies and a magical book and um, a lot of sexual tension. <laughs> a lot of sexual tension for like a 15-year-old in a way. Because kind of, reading it, you're kind of like, oh, this is like a true love story. Like they're writing letters about how old, like how old do you have to be to get married? Like how old? And it's it's like they're like 14, like too young. Like wait, like you got to wait like 10 years, all right? Too young. I have to say something that, um, so the first time I read this book... The first time, I was very confused because Ella and Char meet in a graveyard. I'm going to find the page. The prince is looking at a grave next to her, and then he, she, he says... He says, cousin of mine. Obviously referring to the grave, Yeah, but. the prince said, gesturing at her tombstone, I never liked him. I liked your mother, who he's talking about, Ella's mother. So I think when I first read it, I heard it actually on tape. And I just heard him say, cousin of mine. So I thought he was telling Ella, hello, cousin of mine. So I was really confused about 
the weird incestuous book that I was reading. <laughs> and it was just this weird thing. And I re-listened. I think it makes more sense in print, but sometimes those books on tape can get you. Um, so anyway, <laughs> so you had the whole like thinking, this is a weird I was like, wait, are they going to kiss the two cousins? And I was also confused. I'm like, they knew each other, but they did, but they were cousins. They're like big family. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, weird. But, um, let's jump into some questions. Yeah. We have a lot of questions. What's okay. First my first question for you is if you had to have one of Lucinda, the fairy who curses Ella, one of her curses, which one do you think would be the worst and which one would be the most bearable? And okay. I'm going to tell, them, tell yeah. you what they are. So the first one is obviously the curse of obedience, which, and so Lucinda, this is this crazy fairy. And the idea is like all of her gifts are well-intentioned, but they end up having terrible results. She kind of has what I'd like to call Amelia Bedelia syndrome, where yeah. everything is a little too literal. We should read that. We should. <laughs> Amelia Bedelia, though, you kind of get frustrated. You're like, oh, Amelia, that's not what he means. No, don't. Oh. <laughs> Yo, save that content. Save that content for what we do Amelia Bedelia. But, um, so the first one is the gift of obedience, which is like, oh, it's, it'll be great. Like, you'll follow. You'll be a perfect child. The other one she does is the these two giants get married. She does this gift that's going to be... Oh, you shall never be apart. And so essentially that implies they will literally have to never be apart. And then there's the gift where she says you will eternally love the person you're married to. And ironically, it's when her father, Ella's father, gets married to a disgusting woman. So he's eternally in love with her even though he loathes her. And the final one is just becoming a squirrel. (laughs) So worst one and best one. Okay. Well, I think we learned from the book, obedience isn't so good. I think that's what the book is telling you. I don't know if you caught that, but I, it's not really a gift. I feel like the ending, right, was her wanting to be more obedient. Um, okay, so which one do I think is worse and which is best? I think the eternal love one sounds like it would. The most realistic. Like it would be the best. I think yeah. not being apart sounds... I think the father's problem isn't that the eternal love curse. I think it's that he's marrying for money. And so he's marrying an odious woman for money. So if you were marrying, like, I don't know, Char, Prince Charmont, maybe that, that wouldn't be that bad. Um, I think the squirrel one might be the worst. The worst? Because I think if you're the only squirrel that's a human turned into a squirrel, <laughs> then you really don't have much options in terms of friends. If everyone you know is now a squirrel, it's kind of like, we're all squirrels now. It's the same as if we're all humans. But I think it would be pretty bad to be the only squirrel amongst... The only human turned squirrel and squirrels already squirrels born squirrels will be squirrels their whole life. Okay. I like that you're already assuming you're like, if I'm a squirrel, I obviously will be speaking English. (laughs) Squirrels, I'll have no squirrel friends. Well, I believe if I were turned into a squirrel, I would still have all my human memories. And I think it would be too hard to bear that. Oh, but your brain would really shrink down, so who knows? No, not my brain. (laughs) You don't know my brain as well as I do in terms of... It's already pretty small. (laughs) Oh, wait a minute. Oh, man. How dare you. I mean, the obedience one feels pretty terrible just because, you know, you lose all your free will, but I feel like I would rather have that than become a squirrel. I just think those are such odd curses. Like, in the book, there's a moment where they're like, make Lucinda live out the the curses she's put on people, so they're like, you have to live as a squirrel for three months and then be obedient for three months, and you're like... Why, who like what context would you be like you know what a gift for you you're a squirrel like, go nuts for nuts it's like what go nuts for nuts that lucinda she's crazy 
Um, what else did I get from this book? Oh, I have some um, some dating tips. Ooh, that Zoe's I favorite segment. Some, uh, some the love doctors here. Knock knock. <laughs> <laughs> First tip: stop texting. Start writing letters. Something really awesome in this book is that. Ella and Char start sending each other letters. So After, like, two times. So we're saying two texts. Two dates. Two dates, I think. Two dates, and then... Stop texting. Stop texting, and then start writing letters. And in the letters, make sure right away you hint at marriage. Just a little bit. Slip it in there. doesn't have to be the headline of the thing. Just say, I might be a little too young to marry. Now. So that's kind of Ella's, Ella's move. But the nice thing is, by the time the letter arrives... You're a little bit older. <laughs> and the nice thing is, in this book, it works. Foolproof. Foolproof, because they end up getting married. But yeah, Second take your tip, pen out. Yeah. Except, I honestly, I like writing letters, not to instead of texts, but just to friends. I was a big camp counselor, camper, writing letters. And it hurt. I feel like now people's bodies are not ready to write letters. My hand hurts I like the idea of writing letters, but they'll be text-length letters. So you'd write a letter that's about the size of a text. So it'd be, hey, what's up? Yeah, what's wait two days. <laughs> wait two days, get a reply, be like, and, um, you? Yeah. <laughs> when I was at camp, my, um, brothers and I used to send each other tic-tac-toe. <laughs> I do a move. Oh, send you it. do a move. <laughs> you do a move. Send it. And that was the most exciting... No, I'm just kidding. That but. was the most exciting summer of my life. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Diary, <laughs> today I moved an X in the top right corner. End of diary. All right, I think that kind of goes along a little bit with second tip, play hard to get. Play super hard to get. If you like a guy or a girl... Or whoever. Play hard to get. What do you mean? I mean... What does Ella do? Do what Ella does. So Ella... She makes all these jokes about marriage, and then she sends him a letter saying, whoops, got married to somebody else. Mostly because she's afraid that, <laughs> she's afraid that she's going to be ordered to kill him or something, or her curse is a reason they can't be together. So she literally pretends that she married someone else. So she played super hard to get. She also friend-zoned him in the most aggressive way <laughs> through a romantic letter. Dear Char, dear Char, could you ever imagine what it'd be like to be married? Like, <laughs> would you ever want to be a husband? Blah 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 blah. Love Ella. P.S. I've married someone else. <laughs> Plus, it's funny too. At the end, I guess this is the other, the third dating hip. Just lie about who you are. So she plays super hard to get with herself, and then she goes to these balls, spends six months to a year, and she comes back, and there's all these beautiful balls celebrating his return. And she goes in a mass, and we'll talk about this later, dressed as Layla. And she spends three entire balls getting him to fall in love with her to the point that she, he introduces her to his parents as Layla. And then in that last scene, she's thinking to herself, it's too bad I can't come back after this ball. <laughs> so she essentially is like, that's it. Three days of making him fall in love with me again. But playing hard to get? No, not coming back. I'm so sick of this. And it works. Trope where people wear masks and you can't tell who they are. <laughs> That would be like if I put on sunglasses. Basically, we all know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about what's the one? The Cinderella story. Cinderella story. Where she wears a mask. It's like the smallest mask you've ever seen. It's like a (laughs) pair of tiny little sunglasses. And then he has no idea who she is. 
So that would be like if I was wearing sunglasses and you didn't know who I was anymore. I mean, that kind of happened today. That did kind of happen today. It's weird. I was walking next to you, put sunglasses on. I was like, where'd she go? Who is this? Yeah, she didn't know who I was. I said, I'm Layla. (laughs) (laughs) She'll see me tomorrow. She'll see Layla tomorrow. And you made me fall terribly in love with you. And then after we got our sandwiches, you said, yes, I'm married. (laughs) Yes, I'm married to someone else. To someone else. Like, I think that brings up too. I was. This is another question I had. Throughout the thing, she she has this like magical book that her fairy godmother Mandy gives her, and in the book she can literally read what people are writing about her. So that this is how she knows Char's like madly in love with her. Yada yada yada, and because she can just read everybody's letters, every single person she's like met will come up with like what they've written about her and like what they say. Like, would you? I guess that is my question. Would you want that? Would you want that ability to see like what people are? texting or texting in letters about you or I think I'm torn I think mentally I'd feel much more sane if I didn't know but in the same breath you kind of you, you really know you know it. and then you want to know but then you could you know, know but you I could know it, who to lie to who do I mask yeah um I think I think this goes back to the old Edward Cullen phenomenon is it really phenomenon phenomenon when he he can hear everyone's thoughts and it's a curse and he falls in love with the one person who can't read your thoughts. So I think we all learned you don't want to know every single it's thing. It's been a long time since I thought about Twilight. I don't remember any of it. Really? Because a lot of my students are love always talking Twilight. about Twilight. Which is too bad because I think in our library we only have the first one. I think so too. Well, I think don't they get kind of inappropriate? The third one's inappropriate-ish. Yeah. I like high school level inappropriate, I guess. If you want to watch a really good episode of Parks and Rec, there's a really good one about the there Twilight book. There is a really good one. Where some people are fighting that it's too appropriate, Parks inappropriate. Parks and Rec, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I would say Knowing yes, my- I think. I would say definitively yes. I'd like to know. I feel like that's what you would just, or one would end up doing with their whole entire time, is just finding what people are saying about Well, I, so she kind of does it as a nightly ritual. Like, it's kind of, it felt kind of interesting, because she goes, before she goes to bed, she flips open the book reads whatever letters people have written and then and most of the time she's mentioned in them and then she like goes to bed and it's like what a like interesting thing it's like self-reflection before bed okay i'd do it i do it for a week and then decide i take then, i know, do the monthly free trial yeah, and then decide. if you went on like a i don't know you'd really quickly know like dates you went on you'd know right away you'd be like not gonna work out or you could know oh totally like promotion you want you could be like hmm, okay it looks like i'm on track or you'd know if you weren't yeah i so. think in that way they're mom's I, mad at you you'll know there's no there's no guessing which is mm-hmm. nice you would never have to read into like he sent me what's up question mark exclamation point does that mean and then there was a smiley face emoji but it wasn't the big smiley face emoji like what, why did you, you know, that kind of thing. You wouldn't know. It'd be like, oh. It, it had sunglasses on. I couldn't recognize yeah. <laughs> it. It looked like my friend Leia, and I'm confused. <laughs> but there'd be no more guessing what the what the, the texts mean. I love that. I love the idea that you would show up next party I go to, like frat party, like dinner party. I'm just going to wear a huge mask. Like you a, wear the scream, scream mask. mask. <laughs> Shout out to Wonder. Shout out to Wonder, a book we haven't talked about, but a book worth reading. It's really beautiful. <laughs> I wouldn't want to say anything funny about Wonder, because it's just so good. It, that's like a recommendation. It's a book about this boy who has a facial disfigurement, and we haven't talked about it because there's there's nothing funny in it. It's very serious. <laughs> it's very serious. So if you thought we didn't have standards, fifth grade book club, we do. I'm going to take some time to talk about the movie, because it was so bad. 
I will say... I do like the guy who played Char in the movie. Hugh Dancy. Hugh Dancy. You don't remember it's Hugh Dancy because it doesn't look like him, but he's pretty cute. And Anne Hathaway is fine. I just think the script is really bad. Anne Hathaway is cute. She just... I don't think she's my Ella. (laughs) She's not who I would cast as Ella. Who would you cast as Ella? Um, Myself, because I kind of look like the Ella on the book cover. Um, I think Ella would be like an Emma Stone. Emma Stone Except Emma Stone, I don't think... Cersei Ronan, that Irish actress... Is she from um, Brooklyn? Mm-hmm. Oh, she'd be good. She's from Brooklyn. I think Ella, I think Emma Stone would be really good. Except I think, or maybe no, no, who would be it? It would be um, Emma Hermione. Emma Watson. Emma Watson oh my god, be. Emma Watson who's in the Panama Papers. Hmm. She might. Maybe she'll need some gigs after they get her for tax fraud. <laughs> That's my girl. <laughs> so sustainable with her fashion, but <laughs> she's uh, she's in the Panama Papers. I think that would be so funny. And you were talking about that scene they sing in that movie. Oh, my gosh. They, I guess, Char and Ella are looking at giants. They're at a giant's wedding trying to look for Lucinda. And then they, the giants command her and Char to sing. And she ends up singing a really excited rendition of Queen's um, Somebody. Somebody, somebody, somebody. And it's just embarrassing for, in in my heart, I felt embarrassed for Ella to have to do that. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, sing with more soul. For Anne Hathaway. (laughs) And then she has to sing with more soul. For everyone in the movie theater. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The only thing I do like about the movie better than the book, honestly, and this is what I think frustrates me with the book, is that the ending, when she breaks the curse, she just breaks it. There's like no real, like, Climax kind of was just like she just doesn't want to marry him and she doesn't want to do it and then it just breaks like she refuses because she quote unquote saves him by breaking the curse but she saves him from a non foreseeable future where he could be in danger but in the movie there's literally a dagger to his throat and which the evil uncle who's a dumb character I like the idea that she literally is ordered to kill him and that breaks it it just feels more dramatic yeah there's more um, necessity. Oh, another fun question. So I have a newer version of this book, and at the back, the author has a little note where she also lists all of the possible titles that they were going to name the book. And she asks the reader, which title... Okay, these are the titles I suggested. As you can see, Ella Enchanted wasn't on the list, but Enchanted Ella was. Which do you like better? I like Ella Enchanted better. I think it's cooler. You? I think Ella Enchanted. Yeah, because it makes you think a little more. It makes you feel like that's her last name, too. Yeah. And then I think that's probably what I thought, too. She's cousins with Char, and her last name is Enchanted. Okay. Char, Charmed Enchanted, Mary's cousin, Ella Enchanted. Yeah. So it says, are there any others that you like better, and which title would you give the book? Here are the titles given. Spellbound. Spellbinding. Enchanted Ella. Ella's Enchantment. Ella, you must. <laughs> Ella, obey. Charmant and Ella against orders. Ella against orders. <laughs> Ella and Char. Ella's curse. Ella's gift. <laughs> so many. Ella of Frau. Tales of an obedient daughter. Obedience lessons. <laughs> Resistance. My favorite. At your command. Ella at your command. <laughs> Ella's quest. Oh, Lucinda's two gift. Jesus. The fairy's gift. At your behest, <laughs> enthralled, bound, and determined. <laughs> bound and determined. Kids fucks? Okay. Yeah, I think at your behest. Okay. <laughs> no one's going to want to say, what book are you reading? You'd be like, oh, I don't, I don't even know. 
I do like, I feel like I like resistance. I feel like that really, you could do like resistance, a feminist tale of, of overcoming the patriarchy's orders or... I think Ella Obey. Ella Obey. No, but it's Ella, comma, Obey, exclamation mark. I think that's... There's also Ella, comma, you must, exclamation mark. (laughs) Um, I think I'm... If you had to choose, if you had to choose an alternative title, which one would you choose? I mean, I would it would either resistance. be it would either between at your behest or bound and term. I think, or maybe enthrall at your behest. <laughs> I feel like some of these are like. It looks like you just put everything possible. It doesn't even look like you're like, yeah, we were really. Done no, with she two probably. Options. She's it's probably like, like twenty. I'm options. so excited! I'm getting published. I will give you every single thing I ever thought, <laughs> and this is just every word in the book. They were looking for more ideas based on this list. Here's a few of mine. Ella, you have to. Do this now, Ella. Exclamation. Exclamation point. Do as I say. Do as I say, Ella. <laughs> Listen to me. Listen to me, Ella. <laughs> End of list. I think they should have named the land Frella and called it Ella of Frella. <laughs> little rhyme, little rhythm. That's going to be our uh, fan fiction <laughs> yeah. sequel. The story of a girl who... Said no anytime you told her to do something. I think that basically wraps it up. Um, I don't want to order you to finish this podcast, but let's 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 get this done. <laughs> Bye, class. Bye. Bye. <laughs>